You're listening to More in the Morning on News Talk 1010, Toronto. Crosby has passed away at the age of 81, a storied life, but mostly an incredible legacy. And I think we've barely dipped into his catalog, and we've been playing his tunes all morning. There's another rock and roll story I want to talk about today as well, but let's first talk about David Crosby, and Canadian rock journalist Eric Alper is here. Eric, always a pleasure. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, too. What a remarkable catalog of music. I mean, we can talk about his life as well, and it was as eccentric as I was just being told he used to ask people to send him pictures of joints, and he would then critique whether, <laughs> what they looked like. But, I mean, this guy is a through line to so many types of music and so many spectacular eras in recording. Oh, he pretty much helped invent folk rock as we know it, helping artists like R.E.M. and Fleet Foxes achieve their success. Um, you know, when he first formed um, the Birds and then got fired from that group, he then went on to form Crosby, Steels and Nash. And then, of course, Crosby, Steels, Nash and Young, um, one of the greatest supergroups ever. And he might have not been the artist that helped write a lot of their hits. He certainly wasn't the most accomplished musician but certainly he was the soul and the glue um, that put those two groups together and that's why he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twice both as a member of the Birds and Crosby, Steele and Nash. There's also for me anyway there's this um, magic to that era and at the risk of dropping a name I was talking about it with Gordon Lightfoot but yeah. I mean they were all circling each other Joni Mitchell, Gordon Lightfoot all the guys in Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young they were trading songs back and forth they were inspiring each other they would attend a party and somebody would pull out a guitar and they'd write a brand new song. It was amazing. Yeah, you, you know, he, he's claiming that he was one of the first people to bring people to Laurel Canyon in, in California where all those people were hanging out. I mean, he he brought Mama Kaz of the Mama and, and Papas um, over. And what an absolute astonishing scene with Jackson Brown among them as well. Um, certainly he knew everybody and he we pretty much fell out with everybody due to, um, you know, his musicality, but also his absolute brutal honesty. He expected not only the best from himself in terms of his voice and his playing, but he deserved the best from everybody else. He pushed people to talk about the things that nobody else was talking about, politics, society, the economy. And that's where you ended up with some of the, the most honest music uh, of the last six decades. The other story I wanted to talk with you about, stuff that can make you feel old. It's the 50th, 50th anniversary of Dark Side of the Moon, which for a good long time, it used to be Thriller and Dark Side of the Moon kept alternating as the number one selling album of all time. I'd imagine Dark Side of the Moon is back in number one. And yeah, it's actually the, the Eagles' greatest hits, um, but certainly ah. um, Dark Side of the Moon is, is definitely up there in the top three. 966 weeks on the Billboard album chart. Only one of them hit the top of the chart, though. Um, but that's what happens. You just you have an album that is absolutely full of honesty, like David Crosby um, talking about time and death and mental illness and conflict and greed, all the things that the band were going through themselves with a grueling tour schedule, they decided to stop looking inwards and say, you know, these are philosophical things that everybody deals with in their own way. And that's where you ended up with the dark side of the moon. Okay. And there's a special uh, box set coming out. 
Yeah, uh, that you can start lining up at your bank to mortgage your second home for, uh, containing um, live cuts. There's a brilliant live album from 1972. Um, there's also a lot of B-sides, vinyl reissues, a poster, tour passes, and it's available actually starting today and will run you, oh, easily a couple hundred dollars. But, you know, still, I mean, if you're a big fan of Pink Floyd, you just got to get it. Thanks a lot, sir. A nice way to spend a little bit of time on a Friday morning. Take care. Thank you so much, John. We'll Canadian rock journalist Eric Alper. See, Nick, it's been a theme this week. Here is another song that everybody would use in order to frame their financial segment on the radio.